Yo, what's going on? It is 1 p.m. here in Crystal, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Friday, 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 February 23rd, 2024. Today we've got a really fun show. We're going to be unboxing something from Deckers. I'm pretty sure it's not a head fake. I know yesterday was a pretty bad head fake. I still don't know where those Velocity Nitro 3s are. They should have been here by now. I got an email specifically from Puma about it. Uh, I have to, I still haven't like kind of didn't, I haven't done any digging to see like, uh, did I in fact, did I just get the tracking notification? I thought it had already arrived. That's what I thought when I ordered, I forgot that I had ordered stuff from Puma as well at the same time. So I apologize for the head fake yesterday, but this, I know I have not ordered anything from Hoka and I specifically asked them to send me a shoe. And they were like, oh, we have to see. We're not sure about sizing and stuff, uh, but we'll get it to you as soon as we can. And already it's here. So I'm very happy with the timing of that. I'm, I really hope it's what I think it is. Otherwise, man, I'm going to feel bad. I don't have to make it up to you guys somehow. But let's see. Let's, uh, you know, let's, let's see what we get. Uh, but before we get to that, though, let's say hi to everyone listening on the podcast, the audio-only version. It was another nice day here in Crystal Lake. I had a tough, a tough workout today. So even though it was not that windy, it was one of those workouts where even the tiniest amount of wind just felt cruel and unusual. And, uh, but I got through it. So hopefully that's what I wish for you today, listening to this on the podcast. Hopefully you're getting through it. And for those of you who are uh, watching this later, but not live, welcome to the number one running podcast to listen to while you are up a little bit past your bedtime and eating a bowl of cereal because you just got to get some extra calories in. You got to eat something before you go to bed because you're in the deep throes of marathon training. I think it's a proven fact. Number one for late night cereal eating, right? So yeah, welcome to you guys as well. All right, let's see what we got in the in the chat. Scott Strule is here. I haven't seen Scott in a while. He says, hi, co-fan. Finally able to make a live stream. Good to see you. Uh, Sega Dreamcast says, yo, what's going on, everyone? And uh, where'd it go? Someone was saying something about kettlebell swings. Eliza says, Heiko fam, lifted this morning and those kettlebell swings were swingy. I think I'm going to try to hit the gym after a live stream today. So if anyone wants to go, I'll be at the YMCA later. <laughs> um, but uh, joking aside, you know, that could be a sign. If you were like on the fence, it's Friday afternoon. Do you really want to go to the gym? I'm going to go right after this. So I think you should go, you should go too. Um, all right. Let's see. Who else, who else do we got in here? Morgan, the running guy, says, Happy Friday, y'all. Still recovering from knee injury. Going to be hyper-focused on doing strength work going forward. I feel like, you know, I'm not saying this was a good thing that you got injured, but, you know, make, make good out of it what you can and start building some good habits. That's what happened to me with my knee problems that I had that started my good habit of um, doing my mobility work regularly. Guys, I got to tell you, something's going on with this camera. Everything's crooked. Do you see it? We're not level here. Uh, the shelves are slightly tilted, and it's driving me bonkers. Um, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to take too long to fix it. So we're just going to go, we're just gonna have to go with it today. <laughs> we're just going to try. Oh, oh, I for, oh, you guys listening on the audio-only version, you've been spared today. <laughs> All right, Donnie, Johnny Dodgen says, hey, hey, Mike, can I get a career PR bell? Starting a new marketing role at Innovate, the UK trail running brand on Monday. Awesome. Well, congratulations, Johnny. That's great news. Oh, that's so cool. Very cool. Congratulations to you. Um, love to hear it. Does anyone else have any career PRs or career milestones they want to talk about today? I feel like we could do that on Friday. If you're happy in your job, let me know. I want to know about it. Because, you know, everyone talks about how miserable they are at their jobs. And jobs can be miserable, even great ones. But if there's something good going on, let me know. You know. Calvin says, Mike is slowly accumulating slides from every brand instead of running shoes. I, well, here's the thing. Uh, the reason why I have so I've, I have... Do I have Adidas slides? I think I have Adidas slides. I have Hoka slides, Asics slides. Um... Puma slides, you know, here's the thing. If you're going to go, let's say I'm working with a brand, they might set you up with shoes and stuff. But if you're going and doing a race after the race, I like to be in slides. If it's not cold out, you know, 
um, no matter how good the racing shoe, afterwards, I want to be in flippy floppies. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's not that expensive. You just pick them up, get them, and then you just, you just have them. I'm actually wearing them right now because we're in the basement. See, I'm wearing them right now. I didn't take off the stickers. Because um, I'm in the basement. The concrete floor, it's unfinished. The concrete floor in here is cold. So, I usually am wearing slides in here. They're actually pretty comfortable after my workout today. You know, so, there. Uh, David DeFrancia says, Late night cereal sounds better than late night oatmeal. I'm going to convert. Uh, I mean, if it, David, if, it, if you got kids, it works out, right? Because kids are always buying the cereal. They want the sugary stuff. They want the to they don't have to, they don't do toys anymore. But like, in my house growing up, we always had lots of boxes of cereal that were like half eaten. Toys were already gone. And then we didn't care about the cereal anymore. And my dad would every once in a while just have a giant bowl of mix of cereal he would just take all the boxes and start eating them and i've been taking over I've, I've been i'm carrying the torch uh and i'm doing that now so like right now i'm going through i just finished a box of oh, fruit loops with marshmallows that was not great cereal um sometimes the kids get cocoa puffs that i love cocoa puffs um, right now I've got two boxes I got to get through of, uh, crunch berries, not a huge fan of the crunch berries. So, you know, I'm, it's, it, it's two birds, one stone, you know, I feel good. It's many things at the same time. I feel good that I'm getting food eaten and not wasting it, getting it out of the house. Kind of, I'm getting in, I'm eating it. Um, uh, and then also, you know, it's just a bunch of carb loading before bed and I have it with regular milk. So then... Uh, a little bit of protein and stuff in there too, so yeah, that's what that's what that's what's, that's what's up. And that's what's that's the plan. Sega uh, Dream Guy says like the, the the camera's fine. It's just the house is sinking. Oh my goodness, that's like a that's a a huge fear of mine that the house will settle funny. Like there'll be extra sand underneath the house for some reason, and then like the foundation will crack. Um, or. A joke my wife and I have, you would talk about all the time is you guys remember Arrested Development? They just built the house and there wasn't actually any plumbing. Every, all the drains just dumped underneath the house. <laughs> Anytime we heard a weird noise or we thought the house was settling or something like that, we'd be like, oh, it's probably because the plumbing's not connected to anything. <laughs> so, yeah. JC says, uh, first run in six weeks, back still hurt, but not as bad. And got through it with a run walk. There you go. Get what you can do. Uh, but don't put your back stuff. You got to be careful with the back. But um, go for it. Uh, Andre LeBeau. Andre LeBeau says, you're going for a 40-minute easy run after this. There we go. Mm. Sega Dream says, 16 years with my current employer in April, so I hope I'm happy. All right. Well, I won't ring the bell yet. You know, I think it might be bad luck, but you got to follow up in April. 16 years is a long time. I feel like people don't stay with one place for 16 years anymore. Although my wife, my wife uh, has been with her company for a really long time, which is a very weird switch. Because when I, when we first met, she was a travel, like a consultant, 100% travel consultant. Uh, and she worked at Arthur Anderson back when Arthur Anderson was a thing. And then after Arthur Anderson stopped being a thing, her practice group got bought and acquired and everyone left and stuff. So there's a bunch of just jumping around and her, her resume looked crazy because it had like six different entities in like a one year period. And it was just the tumult of post Enron consulting. Um, and so she wasn't involved in Enron at all. She's not in accounting. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, but for the longest time, her big concern on a resume was like, how do I make it look like I'm not a job jumper? And now she's been at the same place for like, I don't even know, over a decade it might be. Crazy. Um, Sean Nellon says <laughs> that the Later But Not Live is the best place for late night mayo. <laughs> I, uh, you know what? I don't think I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to go to Falmouth Road Race this year or not. That's the only time where I know I'm going to see Boston Billy. And if I ever see him again, I'm going to ask about the late night mayo. You know? Mm. Lala P says, I'm going to go buy Hot Pockets later when I go to Target. <laughs> nice. 
JC says, uh, cereal at night is an everyday thing for me. Raisin Bran Crunch, FT dub for the win. Um, I do like the Raisin Bran Crunch. I don't like the cereals that are too sweet. I like the boring cereals. You know what's one of my favorites? Uh, frosted, uh, what is it? The the mini wheats, the little pillows. Um, if they're frosted, is good. Even if they're not frosted, it's pretty good too. I like to add my own raisins to it. I always feel like that's nice. Oh, uh, like a brand flake would be nice too. The, the, the stuff that my kids don't get. There was one cereal that we we had that existed for a little little while when I was a kid. I don't think it exists anymore. But there were these like uh, O's. But it was like a uh, it wasn't like a Cheerio, a little O. It was a bigger O. And they were like uh, I don't remember what they were called, but it was like crunchy. It was almost like food pellets. But in the shape of an, an like a rectangular O, and then each one was maybe like I don't know an inch tall. Does anyone remember what I'm talking about at all? Any anyone? I don't know. Um, yeah, Calvin says my wife has had some real bad luck uh, with jobs the past couple of years, and so she's trying to stay at her current job to not look like a job jumper. She's just had horrible bosses previously. Yeah, it's tough. Here's the thing that I don't think it matters that much. I don't know. Like, um, when I was hiring people, I didn't even look at the res. I I asked for a resume, and I would glance over it just to see. I didn't really care too much if there was a gap or, but I was hiring for kind of different things. I guess I don't know. Sean Devlin says Kofuzi, one of our own Kofuzi Run Club members, did ask Bill that recently. What was the answer? You can't leave me with that cliffhanger, Sean. Um, all right. Um, video says, was it Cracklin' Oat Brand? It might have been Cracklin' Oat Brand. Everyone's saying it's Cracklin' Oat Brand. Super Jit, Martin Rose. Cracklin' Oat Brand. Big O's for days. Is that, what, is that how they market it? <laughs> um, those are, Super Jit said, those are the best. I Does that still exist? I might have to go buy some today. I am going to the grocery store later this evening. Probably after I go to the gym. If there's enough time after the gym. If I go quickly, go to gym leg day it's kind of close to the grocery store maybe i get some of that steve says honey bunches of oats of o's those are that's a pretty good cereal too yeah, i don't know uh hell i said this all sounds so fibrous <laughs> it's good it's just you know what it makes it makes you feel better uh sean devlin says someone from the kofuji run club asked bill rogers about the late night mayo and he says that bill rogers confirmed it's <laughs> so funny <laughs> um so for that bit i don't buy jars of mayonnaise i normally buy squeeze tubes um and so like when uh i listened to that thing about how bill rogers would just scoop mayo out of a jar for extra calories i bought a little container of mayo that was in the summer I'm almost done with that container of mayo now. It's taken a long time. I don't go through a lot of mayo. As much as it sounds like I do, I don't go through that much mayo. <laughs> uh, Matt Byer says, I can't contribute to the cereal talk since I don't eat it. Actually, I don't even like the smell of cereal. Well, I keep hearing that it's a pretty bad... I think I keep hearing that it's pretty bad for you. But I'm just like... If I'm trying to carb load, I feel like it's a good option. I'd rather eat. What would you rather have? A bot like the equivalent. What's the equivalent amount? Oh, we we got. I feel like we got to submit as Kofuzi Run Club a question for fuel for the soul. What's the equivalent in cereal? Crackling oat bran, if you will. Let's go with that. Or frosted mini wheats. What's the equivalent of that carb wise to a sleeve of bagels? Before, like before, if you're going to do that before a race, is it a box? I I think I could eat a box. The only thing is, I would need to have also like a quart of milk with that. That's a lot of dairy to have before a race. You know what I mean? Hmm. Uh. <laughs> 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 call colon blow. <laughs> Is is that like a? I think that was like a Saturday Night Live product, wasn't it? 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Shannon says, I'm getting nauseous remembering Ko Spoon feeding himself mayo. Oh, the first. That was a one take thing. I just took the spoonful. I think I ate it twice, but I was like, I can't do this again. This is <laughs> so hard. Uh, you know, do you think though, do you think, I guess maybe I could, I guess I could maybe test it out. What would be harder to do? Two big spoonfuls of like super processed, like Hellman's mayo, or two spoonfuls of like someone made you mayonnaise. Like they took egg yolks and olive oil and just whisked it like crazy to make, you know, an aisle, like a real may like a real mayonnaise. Like what do you think would be grosser? I'm not sure. I feel like the fakeness of the Hellman's would make it easier to go down. Mm. <laughs> says, I'm confused. Cereal boxes are all one serving. <laughs> Uh, Mark Peterson says, does anyone just make a cereal that's super tiny bagels? <laughs> it's like cookie crisp, baby. It's the closest thing, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Calvin says, 60 grams per serving with milk, 80, eight servings per box, it says. Wait, a bowl of cereal is 60 grams of carbs? No way. Really? That's a lot. That's that's what I'm gonna do for carb carb loading from now on. My young, my kids eat it dry. I don't know if I could do that, but I don't know. <laughs> Chances did did I dream this or did Co once eat elf pasta on the live stream? It's like pasta with candy in it. No, I did that. I did that in New Vienna at my mother in law's house. I had spaghetti with uh, M and M's and pretzels. <laughs> And uh, chocolate syrup and maple syrup. <laughs> it was so gross. It wasn't terrible. I mean, it's easier than eating a spoon, couple of spoonfuls of mayonnaise, but I ate like a whole serving of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so Blackadar says, I think Feathers would say these non-bagel options would bring too much fat along with the carbs. Okay, that's... That, that sounds like something she would say. All right, I'm going to submit a question. I'm going to submit a question on behalf of the Run Club. David DeFranchis is just crushing a whole box of mini meats without milk. Your mouth would be torn up. Can you imagine if you've had like little mini cuts in the roof of your mouth uh, because you ate an entire box of frosted mini wheats and then the next day you're trying to eat a gel and like it, uh, it's like, getting soap in a paper cut. <laughs> Could you imagine that? that I mean, the, the weirdest distraction to have at a marathon ever. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, that's so crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Frank says, a box of Frosty Mini Wheats is like 400 grams of carbs. <laughs> that's so many. I I don't think you could eat. <laughs> That's like uh, where where where's Midlife Runner? Is he here? He was eat, trying to eat three hundred and fifty grams of carbs a day. That's what Feathers told him to do. That's just so. That's so bizarre. It just doesn't even make sense. It's half a kilo almost. <laughs> think about like when when they have like drug busts on TV and they like pick up a brick of drugs and it's like this is a kilo of heroin uh, uncut heroin or whatever to take half of that that's how many carbs you're eating a day <laughs> if you had a box of frosted mini wheats <laughs> i don't i don't know why this is so so bizarre to me but i just think it's so funny oh <laughs> Tony Macias says, you can just pour the milk directly into the cereal bag. It's so efficient. Do you guys remember those little, uh, the single serving ones? They started making the plastic tubs of cereal, right? But the old way was they would sell you like the 12 pack. It'd be a variety pack of all the cereals. And it'd be perforated and you would like carefully cut the perforations open and then open it up. 
the pick cardboard box and then you would carefully open up the plastic wrap the plastic that was around the cereal the single serving of cereal and then you'd pour milk into that i'd never actually seen anyone eat it that way but you know that was the thing i guess Mm. all right let's see uh, so your dream guy says six bagels is 330 grams of carbs. You would need six and a half servings of mini weight, 162 pieces to match that. I think I could do that over the course of a day. If you just gave me like a little uh, fanny pack and I could just like, or you know what? That sweatshirt that has the little pocket for pizza, just put 162 pieces of mini wheat in there. And every, every, every time you were just walking somewhere, you just got a little snack. <laughs> Steve Lackadar says Feathers Carb Load Guide says I should have over 700 carbs a day for three days before a marathon I can never get much more than four to 500 grams in reality it's just too much food 700 grams of carbs a I didn't realize that I thought her thing was just like have two or three bagels I didn't realize it was 700 carbs a day that's a lot oh my goodness <laughs> uh Shannon says, I bag up my drugs, I mean carbs, and label them with the grab, gram count when I'm carb loading. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Sean Devon says, I eat the packages of graham crackers on a carb load. I love them. See, I feel like I could do that. I could do that, maybe. CJ says, anti-doping after marathons are going to start raiding athlete pantries. How many mini weeds did you eat? Tell me. <laughs> uh, Sean says, you got to drink those carbs too. That's the only way that I could get to, uh, to several hundred grams of carbs in a carb load. Here's the thing that I noticed. I think this happened to me at Houston. I mean, I've been doing it at a lot of marathons, like the night before, drinking like a bottle of electrolyte mix just to be like, Ooh, that's a nice 40 grams right before bed and it'll be in the bloodstream and available for my body to pack away as I'm sleeping and recovering. Sounds like a great idea. But I've realized that when I do that, it gives me a sugar high and it makes it hard for me to sleep. And so I just gotta, I gotta figure that I gotta stop doing that. I gotta stop having that much sugar right before bed. I mean, I do it with the cereal. That seems to be fine. But when I do it with just like a drink mix, that and that and it's like, you know, a day or two before the race, it's hard to sleep already as it is. Maybe that's what it is too. But I think in conjunction, I think I got to like cut off the sugar. At, like, well, not cut it off, but I mean, like, I just think right before bed, I had me, had me, I had jitters before the night before Houston half marathon. All right. Duke BB says, uh, box, box, box. All right. Let's get to the box. Frank, Frank wants to see the box too. Goodness, for, for all of our sakes, I really hope this is the shoes I was looking for. All right. It's from Decker's brand, and I don't recall ordering any slides from them or anything from them. So should be what I requested them to send. Looks like shoes, guys. And today we have the Hoka... Mach 6. All right. It's exactly what I was hoping for. Perfect. All right. Let's check this thing out. I gave this thing a lot of side eye when I saw it in uh, Austin at TRE. Here it is. Um, it's very light in hand. It's lighter than it looks. Um, if we're squeezing the Charmin... It does have a nice squeeze to it. The big thing, I think the biggest news for the Box 6 this year is that there's rubber on the outsole. I think this is the first year... Um, I mean, I guess I've only started running in the Hoka since the Mach 4. The Hoka Mach 3 was a very different shoe. It kind of looked a lot... All the shoes from Hoka all looked kind of like Rincons for a while. Do you remember that? And the Mach, I couldn't understand. Why. It did have a dual-density Profly thing to it in the Mach 3. 
Mach 4 was the first one that started to like look like the Mach we know and love today. And then the Mach 5 made it even better. And then we've got the Mach 6. I'm not is it still dual density or is it all like the same foam that's in the Clifton? I got to do some research. I don't know off the top of my head. Maybe some of you guys know, but it still has the nice Achilles flare. Um, nice robust upper. Um, and a lot of rubber on the outsole. So like, oh, it feels really soft on the bottom. Right here. This is going to get chewed up a little bit. I don't know why they left this open right here. But, um, but this is looking promising. I was very concerned about the rubber on the outsole, but given how light this feels, I didn't get a chance to pick it up. I guess I could have picked it up, but I was doing a group uh, session with like Drew and Ashley were there and I got there late and so I didn't feel like being stopping everything so I could pick it up. But here's a Mach 6. All right. <laughs> Car says lick it. It's It's pretty breathable. I mean, this upper looks pretty robust, but it's it's pretty breathable. It smells like new textiles, you know what I mean? The rubber doesn't um, taste like plastic. It doesn't taste good. I didn't like that at all. I don't recommend eating it, but um, it feels like very similar to the rubber that's on the uh, Cielo X1. It's almost an identical pattern. Slight differences. Um, there isn't a cutout on the lateral side, but it does pinch in a little bit, giving a little bit of that kind of effect uh, as the cutout that's on the lateral side of the Cielo X1. But there's certainly, at least visually, they want us to make these comparisons together. So... All right, Sega Dreamcast says it's super critical SCF EVA foam according to Running Warehouse. Nice. Um, <laughs> Frank says I should sleep on it. <laughs> uh, Stevie76 says Hoka's got the carbs. That's for sure. Um, Shannon says he definitely isn't as interested in it as he was with the Solomon earlier this week. He was doing a lot of sniffing and touching on that one. Uh, I am interested in this one. Uh, probably take it out for a run. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe Sunday. Um, tomorrow is going to be a recovery run, so that might not be a perfect time for a new shoe, but it is a shorter run. But it, like, where's my other mock? I think the mock's on the other set of, it's on the other wall. So I don't have it here to compare right away. Um, Jason Horner says, it's Creole Jacquard. Upper sounds so fancy. Um, I really don't like that word, jacquard. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. And uh, I asked one time, well, it was Ginger Runner one time called it a jackard mesh. And I was like, dude, I don't think that's how you say it. And then I, uh, and we got into a little bit of a dispute over it. <laughs> um, Stevie 76 says, take it to the gym. No, I'm not going to take this one to the gym. Uh, this is not a lifting shoe. I don't like it when people lift in their hokas. I'm always like, you're not supposed to do that with your hokas. Not that hoka, anyway. I don't know. Uh, Super Unjit says, I'm in the market for a new daily trainer. I was looking at the Mach 5, but I don't like the no outsole situation. This looks appealing to me. Yeah. Uh, it bothered a lot of people. Um... I will reserve judgment on whether I think it's a good idea to do this, but it will at least remove a lot of that concern for a lot of people. So if that was the thing holding people back from the Mach 5, Mach 5 was one of the best shoes that Hoka's ever made, I think. Um, especially the black one, which so I'm glad that I got a black one because um, it'll make the comparison a little bit more fun. Um, but will it still be Mach-E? You know what I mean? That's what I'm concerned about. Do you change the, does it change it too much to put rubber on the outsole when it hasn't had rubber for the, it's only two versions, but it's been like three, almost four years, right? For the Mach 4. So I don't know. Mm. Super just says the word is pronounced Jack word. 
Jacquard? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think it's Jacquard, like Jean-Luc, the, the captain. Rhymes with Picard. That's what I thought. No. Sean says, I'm trying to keep an open mind with this update. I hope they didn't kill it. That's where I'm at. It's it's lighter than it looks, so that's a good thing. Um, if it's gives an experience, here's what I'm hoping for. The foam, hoping it's the same foam that's in the Clifton Nine because I love that foam. But I hope it's in a more nimble, a little bit more exciting package. That's what I'm hoping for. And if there's outsole on it that gives it grip and quiets all the uh, people that are very concerned about no outsole rubber, then I think win-win. Here's the thing though, there's this rubber that's on the Rocket X2 and then there's this rubber that's on the CLOX1 and then there's this rubber that's on the Mach X. I'm, it looks like the rubber on the CLOX1 and I hope it is because I feel like this rubber and pattern, good traction. The Rocket X2 rubber and traction, not as good. I don't know what it is about it. Maybe it's the design of the rubber, but I just don't feel as confident in this. And I'd feel like if it was that rubber experience on a mock, I'd be like, it, you know, um, it would bother me. I'd say like, you, you sacrificed too much. But I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. I'm just, with fingers crossed. Uh, I don't know if optimist is the right word. Fingers crossed. Kind of like, I'm not sure, but I'm peeking through with my fingers. That's kind of where I'm at with this one. So hopefully they didn't mess it up. Because I did really like the Bach. Mm. Eric says, you know what? Hoka is good for gym and lifting. The Tecton X. And X2. Because those parallel plates are stable AF. No kidding. It's kind of an expensive gym shoe, though. But I guess if you're like, oh, I'm done with these. That makes sense. And what's the drop on those? I wonder if that... I, I used to think that zero drop was the way to go for gym shoes. But my gym shoes, the tier ones, that's like a 10 millimeter drop, I think. Which I, I found surprising. But... Hmm. Leona says, I have five pairs of the Mach 5s in the house. Yes, I am a fan. <laughs> That's a lot of Mach 5s. Stevie76 says, this is a lot of rubber talk. <laughs> uh, Rory Wilson says, the upper looks a bit drab. The outsole looks nice. Had the Mach 4, I had to run like three or four times to wear in and end up being some of my favorite dailies. Yeah, the, the upper isn't like super exciting. I do think that, uh, is it an upper up improvement from the five? I felt like the upper on the four looked the best. Um, but yeah, this, uh, the upper on the Mach 6 isn't like, it's, it's an upper, you know what I mean? I'm hoping that once I run in it, I'll be super excited about it. And all, all this will feel great. You know, that's what I'm hoping. All right. Calvin wants to know which is later, this or the Rebel 4. Guess what, guys? All right, we got the Rebel 4. I have my, I have my scale over here. We're going to weigh shoes again today. Got my scale out. Let's weigh the shoes. Time to weigh them. This will be, be good because I've been forgetting to weigh the shoes before I get them. And some of these brands... They've been claiming weights that I cannot reproduce. All right, so we want let's do the let's do the Mach six first. Just uh, want to get these laces tucked inside so they don't dangle all over the place. All right. Mach six coming in at seven point six ounces. Rebel four. This Rebel 4 has got some miles on it. So this Mach 6 has not been running it to the extent that it matters. Rebel 4 is coming in today at 7.7 ounces. Let's measure me. So they're about the same. 7.6 again for the Hoka. 
and 7.7 for the Rebel 4. So about the same. Pretty really, really close. Should we go to should we go to let's go to let's go to Graham's. Let's see how close we are. We need more. What is it? You need more digits. Precision. 218 grams for the Rebel 4 and what? 218 grams for the Hoka. So they're pretty much the same. 218 and 218. They're weighing the same. Graham, I don't know why the ounces were different. That's why you got to measure stuff a bunch of times. But there we go. That was fun. Duke BB22 says, when I see my son's friends doing squats at the Y in their running shoes, I always think Cohen. <laughs> Uh, I approve. There's kids in the gym. That's great. If they got and they got running shoes, that means hopefully they're running as well. So runners hitting the gym, that's a good thing. You know, meet me. I meet people where they're at. You know. Stevie wants to know how much five, how many carbs are in the Monic Six. I, I don't know. And I uh, get each one wants to know how much fiber is there in it. <laughs> uh. Alan wants to know how many pairs of sample shoes do I have given that I wear a size nine? Not a lot. A lot of times I'm getting like, ju they're just pre-production shoes. Um, sample shoe, what I would consider like sample shoes are the ones that say like not for resale on the inside um, because they're early, early. Um, and so the early, early ones will usually be marked not for sale or not for resale. Um, I think for a couple of reasons, one's not finished, but two, I don't think they're marked properly for like international sale all the time when they do that, you know, I think that's the other reason. Um, but uh, yeah, so there's not that many, but because I am sample size, size nine US men's, um, a lot of times they'll be like, oh, wait, you're sample size? All right, we'll just send you an early one. So I get, so it helps out. Uh, I'm trying to think. The first 1080 I reviewed, was a sample shoe. Uh, I'd say it's probably less than less than ten, less than ten of them. Alex Baker says, "Have you ever run a marathon in an embargo shoe?" No, I've been offered to run, uh, you know, a marathon in an embargo shoe, but I always decline because I want to film the shoe and talk about the shoe for the marathon. So, like, you know, I'll do that later. I'll wait. You know, that's how I feel about it. So, yeah. So there we go. Good questions. <laughs> Eric says that Brooks racing shoes come in a cereal box as a prize. So I've heard, um, guys. So I, I watched I watched the Believe in the Run uh, video yesterday about the uh, Hyperion Elite Four. Um, uh, that was that was pretty harsh i feel like uh i i don't think it's not it's not unwarranted um i see where they're coming from on that one but i i i feel like believe in the run as much as i have uh i guess baggage over the hyperion elite um over the years i feel like believe in the run really doesn't like the hyperion elite like do you guys remember they literally barbecued the Hyperion Elite One. Does anyone remember that? No one no one remembers that? They like put it on a grill, which I'm just like, that's not good for anybody. It's not good for, it's not even that good of a video. It's got to smell terrible. You know, it's bad for the grill. What are you going to cook on that after that? I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know. Um... <laughs> uh... Eric says, Hyperion Barbecue, sign me up. <laughs> uh, I would go to a Hyperion. If there was a barbecue at the Hyperion house and I got an invite, I'd be there. I don't get invites to their stuff, but, you know. Yeah. 
Super Ninja says, believe in the run wasn't mad. Just disappointed with Brooks. Brooks must feel pretty bad today. I don't think so. I don't think they feel bad at all. Um, but let's uh, have some good news. Did you guys see uh, Brooks just put out a video? I thought it was a series, but it didn't seem to be a series. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm missing it. Uh, maybe I wasn't watching closely enough. But they, um, they uh, followed a, a group of runners uh, with training as they prepared for the uh, Detroit Free Press Marathon. And that released, I think, yesterday or maybe the day before. That was actually a really fun video. So we can all check that out. You know, Sean Devlin says Thomas burned burned to the ground. LOL of the Brooks Hyperion Elite. And then CV seventy six says when Meg wasn't present, it was a wet red flag. It was, I mean, you know what have been, <laughs> you know what have like really. I guess this probably would have been over the top, but like it was, uh, it, it made a statement, right? Because then they were like, it was just Thomas, and it was this kind of like. You know, no fanfare, no other shoes up on the wall for how they're doing their setups and stuff. And they didn't color code it like they've been doing, I guess. But I, I felt like, it felt to me like an intervention, you know? So I feel like if all of them were there and they all took turns telling them, talking about how the Hyperion Elite had hurt them, <laughs> like that would really um, sent it home, I guess. I, I guess that, that would have probably been over the top. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, Johnny Dodgen said the the believe the believe Brooks video made me feel uncomfortable. It was intense. It was intense. I wasn't expecting that from a believe in the run video. You know, I mean, I've had serious conversations with Thomas before, so it's not like uh, that part. It's not that it's like, uh, but yeah. And then they've been negative on trees before, but that one, that one was intense. I hear where they're coming from, though. I also I get I in essence I agree with a lot of what they're saying. You know. Mm. Mm, all right. Sega Dreamcast says, though, you know, I really enjoyed the half miles I ripped in my Hyperion Max today. Such a fun shoe. Oh, that didn't come out yet. I will be talking about the Hyperion Max. I included it. And I'll be talking about it in the next video. No, not the next video. Monday's video. There'll be another video on Saturday and then Monday. And then I think I'm kind of like caught up from the backlog. I've been kind of underwater with all the shoes that I need to talk about. So I'm kind of glad that's over. But yeah, I do like the Hyperion Max a lot. You know. D Chuck says, thoughts on the bandit trap? I still haven't a chance had a chance to look at it. We got we were talking about it yesterday. I've seen some images from like their socials and stuff, but I haven't taken a look at it. Um Yeah. It's a hard life, says LOL, with all the talk, because uh, Brooks could care less. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have my own theories on it, and I put it on the comments um, of the Believe in the Run video that, like, complete conspiracy theory. I've not talked... I've talked to people from Brooks, Brooks before, but I've never talked to them about why the shoe is the way it is before. I never had that conversation but so without any out of pure speculation with no evidence to back it up my suspicion slash conspiracy theory um is that the hyperion elite is the way it is because someone or maybe multiple people like it the way it is you know for example like uh i think it was more prominent when we looked at i'm, I'm interested to see what the puma dv8 nitro elite 3 not dv8 the puma is it nitro ah, that dv8 name always throws a wrench uh, and it, I, I got a text from Puma when I got it wrong in a video um, yesterday. But um, the the Nitro Elite Three, I feel like that one the difference isn't going to be so as stark between that and like the Fast R. But like the previous Fast R and the Nitro Elite Two, like I think there are differences that certain people are looking for specifically. Um, not everyone wants the kind of racing shoe that, for example, that I like. Some people like it to feel like a road flat. For example, like a Emily Sisson. She doesn't want to race in the SC Elite version 4. She wants to race in the Pacer. You know what I mean? Very different. It's like a road flat. That's her. Um, like Molly Seidel doesn't want to race in the Puma Fast R2. She wants to race in the Nitro Elite 3. Same thing for Dakota Linworm. 
right? And so like the Nitro Elite 3, I think is going to not quite as good of an example, but the Nitro Elite 2 is what they also raced in. And that to me felt more like a road flat rather than like a modern like Piba super squishy carbon plated racing shoe. You know, I think that there's certain athletes that they're catering to over at Brooks that want to have more of like a, like a Nitro Elite 2 type of feel, like a Brooks Hyperion Elite. So I feel like we're we're mad because they're giving us something that we don't want, but it's something that the people that they need to make happy want, I guess. So, yeah. Sean says, sucks that doesn't care if I get a plated shoe and it sucks. Well, I guess uh, Kara could have run into uh, Ultra Vanished Carbon if she wanted to race in a carbon plated shoe. Um, when she was at Skechers, did they have anything carbon plated? They've always done like the H-Wing kind of thing, so it's not, it's never really a plate anyway. Um, but, yeah. I think, I think, I think does likes the Hyperion Elite. Um, I think CJ likes the Hyperion Elite. You know? Robert Krieger says, I'm low on motivation these days. Can you give me some ears? Sure, you can have as much of it as you want. Robert, you know, if you're low on motivation, r rely on discipline and habit. You know, just make habits to get out there. And, uh, you know, for, for running a lot of stuff like that, I I just like, I kind of like fake it till you make it. People say kind of similar things all the time. Like, just trick yourself. Just be like, I do this for the gym all the time. I'm just going to go to the gym for 15 minutes. I don't even have to lift anything, but I'll set a timer for 15 minutes. Once you're at the gym, you'll pick something up because it'd be really awkward to just be at a gym and stare at people for 15 minutes. But I say, like, look, I could just go there and sit in the corner on my phone. If I if that's what I absolutely feel like and I feel like I need that day, I could do that. But at least have to go to the gym. So compromise, you know. That's how I do it. Yeah, as a hard mode life says, you know, I would assume that the Brooks Elite athletes test these shoes and improve them. At least that's what the social media marketing that Brooks put out indicated. Do you remember seeing all those reels and stories? Des is like in a boardroom. There's a TV on in the background with images that they blurred out, and she's talking about how great this new one is. You know, like she's clearly in a product meeting or something that's made to look like a product meeting, you know? So, you know what I did like though? I did like uh, the scenes at the bar with Dez and Erica Kemp. That works for me, I like that. Um, it kind of had like a Willie Geist Sunday afternoon conversations kind of feel to it, you know? I'm a big Willie Geist fan, I don't know if you guys knew that. Uh, I thought I ran, I thought I saw him one time when I was going for a run in New Jersey, but it wasn't him. Maybe one day I'll meet him. I don't know. I like everyone's cheering for Robert, who's low on motivation today. Stevie says, go Robert. Shannon says, Krieger, Krieger. I like that. That's nice. Colin Tanner says, eh, I mean, athletes get tuned components all the time. Totally different than mass production. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess so. But I mean, with the World Athletics rules, it can't be that different unless it's listed as a prototype or development shoe. You know what I mean? That being said, like, I, here, you want to know another conspiracy theory? Which completely contradicts my other conspiracy theory is that like no one's really ever had a chance to look at Des's blacked out Boston Marathon winning shoe. Unless I missed it. But I, I no no one really has ever seen it or looked at it. You never see it in a case. You never see it shown as you see a lot there's a lot of Boston Marathon memorabilia. A lot of Des's you could see her jacket it's on display at the expo every year. But we never see her shoe 
I want to know where the shoe is. Anyway. Uh, Alan Solansky says, Co, do you think that gym is now your routine or is it first to miss if you have any private matters or too busy? Um, I like going to the gym now. Um, I especially like the Romanian deadlifts. Those are, I think, just feel good to me. Um, and I feel like my body is just less creaky when I get to the gym somewhat regularly. But on this new training plan that I'm on, it's not a huge priority. I'm just kind of adding it in. And I also have a, a new weird schedule. My daughter is on a different rock climbing team. Uh, and it's a couple of days a week. It's really far. So I have to stay there the whole time. And so like if a day I would lift coincides with a rock climbing day for my daughter, then I will lift. Um, it didn't happen at all this week and I didn't want to go an entire week without lifting. So I am going to go today because today was a workout day or a session day for running. And I like to do those both on the same day. So like, so I have the session, then I'll lift today because I will have some time this afternoon, hopefully. Um, so like I try to do it, but it's um, right now, since I am in Mar I've been, you know, I tried to do it very disciplined um, during the half marathon training block. And now that I'm into full marathon training, it's not as important to me. I'd like to try to at least get, make sure I'm in there once a week though. Twice a week would be better, but at least once. Robert says, you know what? Maybe I won't run today after all, but I'll be the slowest runner with the Primexes that you ever witnessed. No worries. No worries. That's a great shoe for just having a chill, easy day. You know what? Just lie to yourself. Just be like, I'll just go out there. Whatever. I'll do a mile. You know, you can just do that and then see how it goes. You'll feel better once you're out there. <laughs> Mark says... I, I thought the all black shoe that Des wore when she won Boston was so sweet. That's why he, he bought the all black turbo twos that, you know, I said, yeah. So I bought, I bought these off of Mark cause I wanted to get a old, a new pair or a, not a new, but like another pair of turbo twos for testing purposes. And these are Mark Peterson's turbo twos. See, I like this. If you have a black midsole, if you don't want it to look like a restaurant shoe, you got to have some sort of color speckles in it. You know, but this is a nice one. Mm. <laughs> Martha says, maybe Des's blacked out shoes are from the same different universe as the duplicate live streams. <laughs> Remember that? I don't, I still don't know why that happened. There'd just be two different live streams on at the same time on the same channel. I don't know. Uh, Andrew Cho says, Hey, Co, do you have a time goal for a London Marathon? Uh, loosely, we're tar targeting like 255. So that's kind of like where the training is pointing. Um, I'd like to run under sub, uh, you know, I'd like to run a sub three. Uh, I'm not sure which shoe I'm going to take for it. Not that that's going to have a huge impact on, you know, what the ultimate time goal will be, but just thinking out loud and I guess... I guess what I'm saying is I'm, I don't know that I can run a 255. I don't know that I can run a 256, even though I ran it a year ago. Just, you know, I did, it just feels so fast. It's, I'm, I'm scared about it. That's all. But 255 is kind of what I'm, I'm looking at. I'd ultimately would love to be able to run a good for age time for Berlin. Um, I'll probably run Berlin before I can achieve that. But that's kind of ultimately a goal. I feel like that'd be, that's like the last benchmark that I have. I want to be considered a speedy runner from Berlin Marathon standards. And that's for age 40 to 49. It's a big age bracket. I think you have to be under 250. So like that, that'd be a goal before I turn 50 to get under 250. You know? something like that i don't know i don't i don't know i i'm you know my fastest marathon days may be behind me i'm i'm 44 you know who knows 
Eliza says, you can do it, Co. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Andrew Cho says, I should run London in the Puma Fast R2. That's not a bad idea. Um, that's high on the list. I still would love to run a race in the Endorphin Elite. Um, I got to check how many miles mine have on them. Did I do a 100-mile review on them already? I don't know. Um, there are some other shoes that are in the running as well that I can't tell you about. Um, but the fast R2 would be a fun option. I think I can run fast in that one. I think that one lines up for my mechanics really well. It just, I get along with that. I'm also, since having interviewed Dakota, and she told me that the foam in the fast R2 is the foam that's in the Deviate Elite 3. The Puma, I'm just going to call it the, the Elite. Is it the Deviate? Is it Nitro Elite? Nitro? I don't know. The Nitro Elite 3? Um, I'm super interested in that one, too. Because it's supposed to be taller than the Nitro Elite 2. Which was taller than the Nitro Elite 1. So, they're moving in the right direction, I think. Martha says, Co, I'm hoping to get a good for age time in Boston for Berlin, too. I need under 4.10 for my age group. Seven minutes off last year's Boston PR. Oh, I think you could do it, Martha. I think you got it. Mm. Stevie76 says, it would have been cool if Floberg and Matt drove the car instead and filmed Kafuzi doing six by sixes. I feel like that they would, you know how photographers love it when people vomit and stuff? I feel like they too would have just been obsessed with all the drive heaving that I was doing. The entire video would just be me drive heaving. <laughs> Maybe we'll get them out here for another day if we're doing that workout sometime, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, Calvin says, trying to get under 250? Time to fire up the 6x6T. You have to talk to Sage about that. He's writing the plans now. So um, I think that he's giving me a lot of stuff that's outside of my comfort zone. So he's not letting me run that workout for a while. So, you know. Richard Wilson says, I'm 30 minutes faster at 40, 57 than at 46. Well, that's good to know, Richard. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Calvin says, you know, if you're going with a brand, you'll probably have to go with that shoe. I've, I'm not going to say anything yet. I still don't have a bib for London, technically. Um, but hopefully I'll have something to talk about with you guys soon. So, and I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll just leave it at that, you know. So, yeah. Sean Devlin says, my dad first broke three at 52. Says I have a few good years left to get there. All right, there we go. Okay. Uh, and Calvin reminds me that I did do a 100-mile review in the Endorphin Elite. So I could probably get one more race out of them. Might have to pick up a fresh pair if I'm going to race in those. But we'll see. We'll see. Mm, Adam says, isn't the Nitro Elite 3 going to be lighter than the Fast R2? I think it is going to be lighter. Because it has a different carbon... Um, that carbon has to be extra reinforced so that it doesn't break and snap, you know? Uh, and it doesn't have the lip. So there's just less carbon as well. But And there's also a lot less stack height. So a lot less of everything. So I don't know. Mm. Andrew Joe says, it's time to supercharge your 6 to 6 by 8 by 8. 8 by 8! I don't know. Uh, the workouts have been getting longer, though, to do two things one is that i've gotten so good at six by six like after six minutes i'm just like i'm done running i don't want to try hard anymore so like i feel like longer fast efforts are mentally really tough for me which is not a good weakness to have going into a marathon or even a half marathon um and uh i've been doing double thresholds and sage and sandy don't really like double thresholds so i think they're just giving me they're working me up but we're starting to get much bigger sessions and having just one session and they're adjusting the paces accordingly so I could still run hard, you know? So like some adjustments, some different things, which I think definitely out of my comfort zone. It's not that different. It's marathon training. Right. But it's, uh, I just feel like I'm getting my butt kicked a lot of the time. So, you know, that's where that's at. 
Uh, Stevie says, Coach Sage interview number two. Yeah, it's coming up. Coming up. Uh, I think I want to get a couple of other ducks lined up first before we do that. You know, but, you know, so uh, when the time is ready, we'll get there. But there'll be a couple. Uh, and Calvin says, Matt Fox wears by a peak marathon workout. That's two times 10K at marathon pace with a, jog, a 1K jog in between with warm up and cool down. That's a, that's a big day. That's 12 miles at marathon effort i feel like that works if you are that works if you are a um 220 marathoner you know because if you think about the amount of work that that is what's 515s what's a 220 like 517s 520 let's say 520 20ks at or 12 miles at 520 that's an hour and change of work you know, I do a one times 10 miles at marathon effort is a workout that I like to do. And at seven minutes a mile or 650, it's a little bit, you know, it's about the same total amount of work. So yeah, time on work time is similar, I guess. I can't imagine doing two times 10K at like 520s. I can't do one mile. I don't know if I could do a K at 520. Uh, all right. I think that's a good place to leave it today. Oh, we went over an hour today. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out. Uh, there'll be a video tomorrow, and then I'll see you guys Monday. There'll be a video Monday, too. So there'll be two videos before I see you guys again, if you guys can handle that. I think you guys can. Um, two videos. They're not as ranty as the last one, so we're back to Good Mood Co. Um, for the next two. And this weekend, guys... Have fun out there on your long runs with your Boston and your London training and on your all, any spring marathon training, ramping up. Good luck to you guys. And uh, don't forget, Monday, if you got a medal, let's hear all about it. All right? So I'll see you guys again. Be safe out there, everybody. Thanks.